0: plushcare.com slash weight loss. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination. Nerdapalooza, the world's largest nerd music festival, and with the generous support of listeners like you. For more Nerdy Show podcasts, community forums, and learn how you can support this and other fine Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com.
1: This is Jackson, never known to kick a dirty flow, but I'm hanging out with friends here at the Nerdy Show. Don't believe everything you see, don't believe anything your mom tells you, and don't take your mom to Zales when it's 25% off. Ooh! Jackson Grand Buffet Worldwide represents...
0: Welcome to Nerdy Show, a weekly podcast dedicated to every facet of nerddom. From comics and video games to science and technology, if it's geeky, we've got it covered. Hi, I'm Cap.
2: I'm Brandon. And with
0: us today, just as a special circumstance here, or a special circumcision, uh, we've got the stupid awesome analyst, Jonathan. What's up? And a hard man with harder opinions, Andrew. Hello. <laughs> and those are the uh, the Fleming Brothers from Wicked Anime, our twice-a-month anime and Japan culture podcast. Anyway, this episode, we're doing uh, something we don't get to touch on too very much, that we do love. Our penises. And our penises. That is uh, television stuff. We're talking to Chris Kelly and Dave Willis, the creative team behind Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell, the new show on Adult Swim airing April 18th. Maybe you know their names, maybe you don't. But uh, they're not just for that show. Why, Dave Willis, he's a producer of practically half of everything you've ever loved from Adult Swim ever. Aqua Yeah, Aqua Teen Hunger Force years. co-creator. <laughs> yeah, 13 years running. Uh, Squidbillies. Casper Kelly, he's been on the show before, actually. He wrote the amazing collection of short stories, more stories about spaceships and cancer. He was on a book club episode with us. And he also co-created Stroker and Hoop, wrote a bunch of Squidbillies episodes. Two amazing creative personalities from Adult Swim. We're going to talk to him about their brand new show. So we got our, our anime fellas on with us. We got Cap'n yeah. Brandon in the hizzy, right?
2: In the parlance of our times. Yes, um, I am definitely inside of a hizzy. Whatever that is. Yeah. yeah, Whatever you kids talk about these days. Right, damn childrens. <laughs> before we
0: get into this, before we get into this, we gotta give shout outs to awesome people who make this show possible. Nerdy Show is a listener-supported podcast, and we could not exist without your beautiful, sensual, monetary massages.
3: Mmm. Mm. <laughs>
0: feels so good. Big Bad Shadow Man said, uh, here's five bucks for the new Ghostbusters Resurrection for making me smile so hard it hurt. Donovan Steyer said, hey guys, I just want to take this opportunity to thank you guys again for all the work you do. I haven't been able to support in a while since my hours have been cut back, but I'm loving the new site and all the content you guys are putting out. The shows you guys have always been putting out and the new shows you've picked up really help me get through the day, whether by giving me something to listen to while working or giving me something to laugh at at the end of the day.
2: I'm glad that people can laugh at us. And it helps them get through the day. <laughs> I like to think that That's, they're laughing with us. No. Have you seen me? They're laughing at freak. me, Freak! <laughs> look at the freak. I am <laughs> the, a freak.
4: Look at the child listen, freak. Listen to the freak. They laugh at us on our
0: show, too. So. <laughs> right. Kyle Sweeney commented on our Facebook page when we posted about the new episode of Ghostbusters Resurrection. Awesome episodes. I got strange looks at work for laughing so hard. <laughs> Smiley face, but the one with teeth. So those are the fine fellas who've uh, supported us so far in April. But uh, we, got a, we got a message from Sean Redd. You get perks in the email for supporting us, and we send you all kinds of cool outtakes and audio tracks of weird stuff like me singing mm. as a lizard woman Terrible to some stuff. Bjork stuff. <laughs> and some pictures, some sexy, sensual pictures of pillow fights. Which is true, actually. Um, (laughs) So we heard back from Sean Redd. We got caught in a spam filter. Check your spam filters, guys. Make sure that you're getting the nerdy show perks in the mail. Otherwise, I mean, I
2: know you're supporting us because you love us, but, you know, we
0: want you to get this whole big kind of reach around
2: action we're we're sporting we are not spam make sure we're not in your spam box right we
0: may
4: or may not be spam
2: i i might i sometimes do send spam because it's fun but most of the times it's not spam i do not let brandon anywhere near your email addresses (laughs) that said he wrote back a really nice message to us he said
0: first thanks to you and everyone associated with nerdy show for filling my prosaic work days with great entertainment thoughtful discussions and of course laughter Your podcast helps keep my buffeted sanity anchored amid the rolling chaos of mundane, redundant, even asinine office work. I've been listening for less than a year, but Nerdy Show is an essential part of my day. Thanks again, and I'm pleased to contribute to
2: such fine geek programming oh but really when they talk about like poignant conversations and such i only talk about feces and turds my vocabulary <laughs> which is, which is, limited. is the same thing so clearly it's quite limited. intelligent so <laughs> well that's the dichotomy we have here we got now you, if we're having a bird we discussion we can get into it but anything else it's turd Just turds <laughs> turds, this and turds that and cheese and wine and turds cheese wine turds and birds <laughs> that's my podcast if you ever want to do a spinoff brandon we can make it happen Time for cheese, wine, turds, and birds with Brandon.
0: Brandon M. Gerson. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, you and Jared doing voices like that. Perfect. (laughs) So thanks to everybody for contributing. It means the world to us. And hey, if you're trying to get through your
2: office day uh, and you're listening to Nerdy Show, well, we're happy to bring you some respite. But uh, please don't get fired because of us. We cannot pay for you to live yet, <laughs> so please don't we think that you're probably gonna dig this show your pretty face is going to hell because it is an office
0: comedy and hopefully we'll speak to your um, fine geek sensibilities as it is a adult swim product and your possible hatred towards your workplace yes your indubitable hatred anyway before we get into that interview let's cut to a track we got a new track from nerd rapper tribe One favorite of the show and uh, a new project he's got with a fellow from Ireland named Rocky O'Reilly. This is a new band called Malibu Shark
2: Attack. And so when they become famous, you heard it here first.
0: Yeah, you heard it here first. Well, actually, this is cool. This is a track called Monsters Under Your Bed. So pertaining to the hellish nature of this episode, it's actually gotten spins on uh, BBC Radio, which is, you know, for the local homegrown mm-hmm. nerd music, that's, that's not that's normal. Good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, this track, we'll link to where you can pick it up, but their release is highly unconventional. Rather than just buying the songs off iTunes or Bandcamp directly, they're selling a limited edition refrigerator magnet by the by the fridge <laughs> magnet of which there are only 100 and you're sent a download code and i'm told that they're halfway sold out of magnets so far
2: <laughs> what happens so, when they get sold out more people want to buy I, their songs i don't know i have no idea okay maybe you don't get it till the album comes out i don't I want know. a refrigerator magnet All following
0: right. on this episode's page <laughs> Well go <they'll> get one <laughs> here's monsters under your bed by malibu shark attack
5: The cat sat on the the surprises time held and what we become when we're older i'll never forget your reply was myself i never had an answer for that only knew i never wanted to grow up know what i never did 30 years old just a bigger kid a little bit worse for wear though more wise in the ways of the world or whatever yeah i hold it together i've never been closer to death but i never felt better look i won't sugarcoat it for you there really are monsters where you sleep and they're coming to dig up all those fears and insecurities you buried so deep but i'm here to be your main support and add a little light to the bright side so we can make a better into- a blanket for it and take away some of the bite from the night
3: time.
5: Remember when we used to stay up late, cause there was just never enough daylight. And when the sunset sinks, the sky turns pink as a carnation placed at a gravesite. Our parents said, follow your dreams, and then made bedtime feel like we were being punished. No wonder that what we associate most with slumber is a nightmare. And I'm scared all the time, too, of becoming a failure and a burden on the ones I love. When I compare that to the other dragons I've conquered, I'd rather fight monsters. So yes, I'll face your fears for you, but you've gotta promise something instead, that someday you won't be afraid of the monsters under your bed.
3: Yeah. You-
0: With us on the line, we have Casper Kelly and Dave Willis, the creative team, the co-creators behind Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell. Introduce yourselves, gentlemen.
1: Hey, this is uh, Casper Kelly, not to be confused with Casper Kelly Walsh High School. I'm a person.
0: <laughs> and not to be confused
6: with Chris Kelly, the other comedy writer out there in the world. Mm-hmm. This is the good one. We have the good one here. and uh, that- I'm Dave Willis. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be... Uh, Singing like Morrissey. That's how you'll be able to tell my voice.
0: <laughs> uh, guys, your pretty face is going to hell. There's a preview out. The show is coming out this week on April 18th, and it's a, a live-action show on Adult Swim, which is not uncommon these days, but it's uh, quite the brainchild. It's got uh, the co-creator of Stroker and Hoop, writer for Harvey Birdman, Squidbillies, and uh, co-creator of Squidbillies, Aqua Teen Hunger Force, and uh, producer for, like half of everything right. on adult swim
1: ever half so of everything producer <laughs> everything you love about adult swim yeah. i think any
6: questions about either one of our marital <laughs> statuses is off limits <laughs>
2: yeah. uh, Damn, that's all of my questions hold on
6: <laughs> i like to keep my kids you know since we're so famous we don't really like to involve our kids in any of these discussions <laughs> uh that's so please question. no mention of our kids <laughs> we do though we both made photographs of our separate weddings, respective weddings, available. The, we're selling those, and we're going to give the proceeds to charity. <laughs> so if you guys want shots shot of our weddings, I have mine in Malta. Where did you guys get married again? Iceland? What
1: was it? Yeah, Reykjavik.
6: Re- Re- yeah, so mm-hmm. we have those photos. They're available, but you have to purchase them, and then the proceeds will go to charity.
0: That's really great i collect other people's wedding photos so this is fabulous glossy matt i mean we,
6: we watermark them they're watermarked <laughs> so don't, don't post them next to this podcast and expect that we won't come after you with our team of lawyers wow. <laughs> I hate to be a dick about stuff like that. That's fine, man. Right in the middle when we're going to have an interview. I understand,
0: (laughs) you know. Way back in 2011, you guys put out a show that I think aired on Adult Swim at some point, also called Your Pretty Faces Going to Hell. This is completely different. Kind of. What's the story there? Where did you see that? Um, (laughs) It was definitely on the internet.
6: (laughs) Well, Chris had this great idea years ago about these guys who uh, go to Paradise, and they get all the virgins that they want in Paradise, and then... After a while, they get so tired of paradise that they uh, have to build a ship out of virgin bones to escape paradise. And so we thought, well, that's a great idea. And then I came in with some other ideas, and we worked it together, sold it to uh, Super Deluxe. Well, just told them about it down the hall. They gave us the money to make it. Then they went out of business Adult Swim gave us the money to finish it. It was just a little short, you know, cost a few thousand bucks and a lot of favors from a lot of friends. Fred Armisen was in it, Natasha Legero, Dana Snyder. But in making it, we really liked the demon character. And we thought, well, that character's kind of got some legs. So we kept talking about it for years for years, we talked about it. <laughs> we, wrote yeah. a, we wrote a script. We put it on Mike Lazo's desk. It sat there for two years. And it,
1: uh... In the short, he uh, the demon is stabbing someone for millions of years. And we started to joke about which is worse, being stabbed or having to stab someone for a million years. Like your arm would probably get really tired. And that's your job. You're not even being punished, but that's your job. Mm-hmm. So it kind of grew out of that.
0: And your pretty face is going to hell. And its current ongoing incarnation is about essentially workers in hell, office workers more or less, from the short, I gather anyway. What can you tell us about the overall premise?
1: Well, it's about uh, Gary, who's sort of an associate demon in hell. He's a little too uh, lazy and good-natured to do his job well, and would rather just hang out with his old roommate on Earth or uh, track down his ex-girlfriend. But At least half of the show takes place on Earth. He gets these missions on Earth to kind of push a a couple in a divorce or, you know, encourage someone to commit suicide. Funny things like that.
3: (laughs) You
6: always make jokes about satanic stuff and it's a haven for dark humor. And also it was just an opportunity for us to work with different stuff. We make cartoons all the time. This is a good opportunity to sort of make a live action cartoon. It's a different tool set. it's, uh, It's fun. And I certainly don't think there's anything on TV that looks like this at all. You know, it's spectacular and insane for the amount of money that we have to make it with you know it looks, pretty, it looks pretty great you know it's such a crazy color palette it's the most jarring 11 minutes of your week <laughs> that's why you should sit down and watch it
0: <laughs> is that on the bus ads the most jarring 11 minutes of so your week? instead of
6: being lulled to sleep you'll be jarred into into insomnia <laughs> i mean i think there is elements of like the new yorker and the far side cartoons of you know being down in hell and trying to flip things on its ear but i think there's also a lot more to it and you know it's about his adventures on earth and interacting with people and climbing the corporate ladder and i hesitate to mention the gold standard for office comedies office space but you know there's a little element of that and i think there's something certainly for temporary comedy fans you know
0: the actors have all been painted red are they gonna die of cancer
6: used every bit of paint Uh, In Atlanta, in the Internet short years ago, I played the demon and I had a a toxic adhesive put to my skin that took a week to peel off. Like the night we got done shooting, I came home with and I ended up having to use steel wool to try to get it off. I finally wore a turtleneck the next day. (laughs) I had a work thing the next day. I wore a turtleneck and I just got it off of my face and out from around my ears. And it was still like fully sheathing my entire torso. Oh, man. Uh, (laughs) And the the makeup artist we had for the show said, oh, well, that that person should be fired, you know, and probably took two years out of your life. I was like, well, thanks, you know, (laughs) good to know that it really makes me.
1: I think there was some company in New Orleans that makes the makeup and they ran out of red and we basically just said. As soon as you've made more, just send the boxes to us of whatever you've got. And uh, (laughs) Henry Zebrowski, the star who plays Gary, we gave him a spa treatment at the end of the shoot to sort of try to resuscitate his skin, which was shot. And when he was in the spa, apparently there was just red on all the walls. And it really freaked out the people that worked there. Oh, my God. From deep in his pores. The makeup was removed, but there was just enough in his pores that it was all over the walls.
6: Originally, the demons were going to be, like, shirtless. And then we were like, we cannot paint. We can't physically our entire budget and all of our shooting schedule to just paint some of these dudes
0: (laughs) that is incredible i mean really the behind the scenes sound as demonic as all the stuff going on on the screen getting two years shaved
2: off your life bleeding from your pores (laughs) yes yes it's a normal day for me really
6: (laughs) all for art and for celebrity yes
1: Our Satan has a uh, special codpiece with all these spikes on it. Uh-huh. And, uh And our, our wardrobe person said, I'm not really good with codpieces. I need to call in a specialist. <laughs> she called in this guy, Dwayne. Remember Dwayne? Yeah, yeah. And he, his face looked like uh, that codpiece. He had so many... Spikes and things in his face. (laughs) (laughs) You would have never
6: gotten through a TSA thing at an (laughs) airport with all that in his face. And it was so much stuff in his face like that. You thought, well, is it cool to ignore it and pretend like he doesn't have like a whole set? Like he's had his face stapled to death or I just mentioned it. I was just like, as soon as I met him, I was like, what? What's it? What are you doing there?
2: <laughs> oh my god.
4: Guys, I, I gotta be honest, the whole story that you guys told about the red, Jonathan and I can relate to that entirely. We, we I mean obviously oh. we go to a lot of conventions and uh our friends cosplay, we conduct interviews. One of our friends he he had a cosplay that he painted his entire body red. The the room service people must have thought we killed somebody in that bathroom because he used all the white towels and all the sheets in our bedroom were red. It was a mess. <laughs>
1: What was he or she cosplaying as? Um,
4: he was crossplaying as uh, knee socks from Pantine stocking with garter belt. <laughs> I have no idea, but it sounds hilarious.
1: That's a new word. I haven't learned. Uh, crossplaying is a new word for me.
4: Yep, cross-playing. That's a man or a woman cosplaying as another gender character.
1: Is it cross-playing or cross-playing? Cross. Cross-playing. Cross-playing is Crosby,
2: Stills, and Nash related. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of uh, new words, any mention of uh, bandana planking perhaps being in this show if you... Uh... Do you remember anything about that from our last interview.
0: You know, we, we've we had Casper uh, Kelly on the show before, and, and in it, he and
2: Brandon really connected on a personal level over... Well, f- fans have asked me lately, like, will there be bandana planking in any new adult swim shows? And other people who don't listen are like, what the hell is bandana planking? And <laughs> essentially, we came up with this thing last time, which is, you know, basically two dudes, they right. tie their junk together with a bandana, you see, you know, and then you try to form a plank and carry objects <laughs> with it. And we thought, you know, hey, you could write that into anything in adult swim. You can keep that. You can, you can have that one on me. So... We're just seeing if that's going to show up anytime soon.
7: (laughs) Bandana plank.
2: Will you sue us? No, God, I don't even have the money to sue you.
6: We did talk about Satan making Gary and Claude work together more closely in future episodes, so he'd tie them together with some sort of flesh bridge at the torso. (laughs) uh,
2: Sounds about right.
6: Really an outline (laughs) stage.
2: Just throw a bandana in there and you've got gold.
1: (laughs) Those were good times.
0: Yep.
2: (laughs) Guys, in your previous shows, being
0: animated... You can do whatever you want, and obviously the palette gets quite limited when you're doing live action. But from the clips I've seen so far, you got heads in urinals, you got some kind of monster with a finger for a nose. It seems pretty wild. It seems pretty classic to the Adult Swim standard of absurd surrealist humor. Did you ever hit uh, some kind of blockade in developing the show where you were like, oh, fuck, we just can't do this? It is beyond our capabilities with this live action.
1: I'll say that we don't have one show really finished yet because things are, (laughs) graphics are still rendering. Oh dear. So uh, 3D is a whole other kettle of fish than 2D. 2D, you know, you want to have people sliding down a cheese grater. You can have somebody go draw it in a half hour. But with 3D, there's rendering and lighting and textures and at least that's what they tell us maybe they're just uh,
4: uh, (laughs) taking an extended (laughs) coffee break it's definitely from
6: a production standpoint it's more challenging because with the animation if something doesn't work you can just punch it up change it rewrite it redraw it you know do a bunch of different stuff and with this you can't just bring everybody into town and reshoot it well you can if you're making a Ishtar, but you know, uh, well, that's a dated
3: reference.
6: (laughs) Those 45 year olds out there. uh, I think from just a sensibility standpoint, I don't think we changed our approach at all. I think we sort of thought we were making a live action cartoon. You know, we're not making Louis, you know, we're making, we're making a cartoon. We're just making it sort of a different way. And I love stuff like that. I used to love stuff like that as a kid, in the rare you know, times when you'd see a show that sort of stretches the bounds of reality. Yeah. We're am making the greatest American hero, but I remember when that came on the air and I said, why isn't there more stuff like this?
0: <laughs> well, and, and of course, Adult Swim itself is no stranger to things like that. Saw the Mole Man, Fat Guy Stuck in Internet, uh, Young Person's <laughs> Guide to History, all really great examples of cartoon realities done with
2: live action S- people. Stuff we would like more of, but right. yet there is no more of. Uh. We actually piggybacked
6: that internet short that we made on the young person's guide i worked on young person's guide and then and chris came out and it was the same sort of production crew and we just
1: the crew was there and the stage were there and and we were able to grab the last three days yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's uh-huh. awesome so hopefully we are providing more of that yeah crazy visual stuff i think we are
6: yeah. I mean, we're going to make more of these and it's unique. It looks unlike anything else, I think on our air or any other air, you know,
0: that's very encouraging. And, and so it will in fact debut on April 18th. You said it's still rendering. Is there a danger?
6: God, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> Ask me again on Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a lot of people working really hard on it, you know, but we're, we're zeroing in on it.
0: I got a question and it might be a loaded question. So I apologize in advance. What is the state of things with Death Fighter, the second Aqua Teen movie?
6: I'd like to ask, what are the state of interviews when I got to be talking to a laptop, frigging computer? You know, what happened to... I mean, if I say Baba Booey, you know know what? He's going to give me any credit for it doing this.
2: Uh, And that was the answer.
6: It's in the script state. Okay. We wrote a script. We submitted it. We got notes. Rewriting it, it's a go. We have a green light.
2: I was planning on offing myself, but I'm trying to wait till this movie comes out. There's always that um,
0: dichotomy between things you read on the internet, things that are said in the Adult Swim bumps. You know, it's all sarcasm and hearsay.
6: You'll know we're gonna put we're gonna put up uh, signs all over major metropolitan areas in the shape of sticks of dynamite. Uh, advertising the new death fighter <laughs> Did you know the release will be delayed because we have to pay the city of cincinnati three million dollars uh, never mind i'm supposed to not say anything
4: just so you know we're from boston and we also thought the ridiculousness of that last campaign was heard i know it wasn't your guys's thing but the moon Knight thing
6: <laughs> yeah when is uh when is that mayor going to
4: die? Really, <laughs> just stepped down. Yeah, he's gone, so mumble- mumbles. Oh, he like just here. stepped down, really. Or rolled down, he rather. see in power. I don't know. How many pounds has he gained? <laughs> has he put more marbles in his mouth? Since the that? defamation <laughs> campaign worked.
6: <laughs> he is now down from power. <laughs> we have forced him out of office a mere six years later. <laughs> <laughs> Hers is not here.
0: <laughs> when you guys are developing, your pretty face is going to hell. Did you guys tap in into any early religious experiences, any canings at a, say a, a nunnery?
6: I haven't told my mom about this show if that's what you're asking. <laughs>
0: How much uh, religion comes into play when you guys are devising your version of hell?
1: Dave took a trip to Italy where he uh, saw some uh, hellish things that I think definitely influenced the show. You've got to hear some of this stuff.
6: Well, we went to the Florence in the Duomo and there's a mural inside the... If you've ever been and seen any Renaissance art, it's always Jesus on the cross or baby Jesus with Mary. and uh, But this is done, you know, I think in 1500 and it's just... The devil just basically flaying people alive, (laughs) shoving spikes up their butts. Like, really, as bad as anything we could come up with, someone had done that in in the year 1500. And it's shocking and horrific (laughs) and kind of funny, too, at times. But I grew up a Methodist in the South. You know, it wasn't like crazy Bible beating, but got a pretty strong background so yes that's a joke but that is true i have no intention of telling my mother i am doing this television show because i will get lectured (laughs)
1: that's awesome i went to bible school and they had us all convinced that the rapture was coming around the corner we would not live to be adults so I remember just being worried about the rapture coming, and yeah. every time I had a bad thought, that was Satan tempting me. So I guess this is my revenge against the people that told me that, <laughs> 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 who probably all did. <laughs> <laughs> and have learned there is no afterlife.
0: <laughs> what was the specific version of the rapture that they were, uh, were rapping
1: on you about? Oh, it was that full biblical one with the horsemen and the locusts. Mm. Not and, not the pleasant. Uh, the people I mean, left behind like everyone who was godly was lifted up into heaven. Mm-hmm. And just, just out of sheer cruelty, everyone else is just left behind for like seven years to just get tortured till they go to hell and they can't die at that point. They can't kill themselves. They're just tortured and then they go to hell. You got that seven years just to reflect <laughs> on your mistake. Back in the wrong team.
6: Man, I had this screenplay idea where this uh, the rapture happened and this priest did not get taken and he was just so upset and he goes through all these stages of denial and <laughs> his brother, his no good brother, got taken. But then he finds out later it was just this multi-billionaire Mormon who had this laser from space. (laughs) Just using it to make people believe. (laughs) So people were being taken into heaven. They were being incinerated.
0: (laughs) That's beautiful. You may bring that into Death Fighter. Aqua Teen Hunger Force gets renamed these days every season. Have you guys picked a name for the new season yet?
6: That's a good question. We keep being asked that. We were going to name each episode, we were going to change the name this year.
0: Oh, man. It's your mission (laughs) to fuck up my DVR.
6: Jay, jay edwards one of our former editors wanted to name the show aqua tivo avoidance plan <laughs> <laughs> like that but apparently we can't use it so Aww.
0: when you guys are writing something you've been working on for you know years and years in different formats doing various things with it shaking it up every now and then something like aqua Teen, for example i guess it's the longest running
2: thing uh that you guys have is
1: yeah we it- beat mash <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> you need to end oh. it like mash though you need to end it on a high note like mash
1: on a somber note, just
6: yeah. a dramatic, unfunny meet, note. Meatwad just ro- rolling up on a helicopter and Shake is spelled out in rocks. Goodbye. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, I just found out a really weird fucking thing last night. There was a MASH spinoff. After MASH. Well, it was, it was called Wilbur, I, I think. Editor's note, actually, it was called Walter, which is, I guess, Radar's actual name. It was a pilot they made. It was about him going back to Iowa, and he screws up farming, so he, like, gets a job. <laughs> And it sounds not even remotely funny. That's a real show. Yeah, you know, it was. They aired the pilot just to fill space at one point.
6: <laughs> he loses his hand almost immediately. <laughs> he can't be a farmer.
0: <laughs> I was like, radar? Really? Radar's your guy? <laughs>
6: your breakout character? Yeah. <laughs> Years later, he was doing BP ads. <laughs>
0: how do we oh yeah aqua teen right do you guys still have fun writing are you like yeah i'm, I'm so excited to get back to writing aqua teen you're like well how are we going to spice this up so i will enjoy writing it this season
6: it's still fun to do you know, Matt Malero and I do that show. And it's still fun to do, you know. We get together and make each other laugh. And uh, and I also feel like we kind of got the edge back a little bit. I feel like we kind of were drifting there a little for a couple years. And then people just get bored with you, too, you know. You can mm. put out the best stuff you've ever done, and people will still go, Oh, it's not as good as the
4: early ones. I really like the ones we're doing now. I'll agree, me too. I think they're pretty fantastic.
0: <laughs> I gotta well, tell thanks. you, man the uh, the first episode of uh, last season, I, I, I believe, it was the first episode. I don't remember the title, but the one with the Flintstones and Time Warner.
6: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the Granite Family.
0: Yeah, that dude, was that was in my personal Aquatine library. That is easy top five episodes, So good. You don't like the Dick episode? Well, I love. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying what's <laughs> not, and I'm saying that
3: the Granite Family. I'm
6: very that proud of the episode where. They make a spaceship out of severed dicks. That's really <laughs> where I feel like we'll never do anything better than that.
1: Now does your mother know does your mother know about that one?
6: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I put my grandma on that one. She flashes someone's her her breasts and then gets decapitated with a sword. <laughs>
0: But yeah, no, seriously, Granite Family, that one, man, that's a, a standard Aqua Teen episode for a lot of reasons. But I mean, working in the Time Warner commentary and all that, it was like funny and socially relevant and all that. And not at
6: all topical, because at that point, Seth MacFarlane had abandoned his attempt to make the Flintstones, I think, by the time what? it aired. Oh, but it didn't matter. Didn't rely on that.
0: That didn't even cross my mind in, at all. So well, that's I, where the idea came from, though. <laughs> By
6: the time we get done with it, it sort of has departed pretty far from what the original <laughs> is, you know.
0: The shows ever end up as starting points with plots and scripts, but uh, end up as stream-of-consciousness stuff in a in a recording booth? Is there a certain amount of improv that goes in Aquatines at all, or is it...
6: Yeah, I mean, yeah, because we get done with the script, and then we, we're bored with it. So then we get in there and just try to come up with other jokes and see what, what else works. And I think, you know, with Your Pretty Face, too, I mean henry and craig and matt servito the devil i mean that he, they were all like really matt's from juilliard he's classically trained you know and <laughs> you know henry and craig both are just improv i don't know i'd say geniuses they really are they were really like unbelievably quick and incredible in the set. And sometimes they really saved our ass if the script was a little soft in a place and they would just pull something out I think that's a big element. I I think if you're not using that, you better be Mad Men, you know? I mean, you better be like scripts that good, Breaking Bad, you know? Yeah. Of course, those are dramas, but still, you know, you can have a tight comedy script and there's still, there's an over-reliance on improv out there too, but I feel like there's a good balance between scripted and what you can make up on the fly.
0: Among the things you guys have worked on respectively, what do you feel out there didn't get the appreciation that it deserves, like as far as projects from Adult Swim? Time to air that dirty laundry, Chris. (laughs) Ah, Obviously, Stroker and Hoop deserved a second season. I'm just going to put that out there. I
1: had a second season. Uh, Too raw for renewal. Too raw for. uh, And uh, I don't know if our short did air. It probably could have aired a couple more times. Originally, your pretty face short. Yeah. I really like it.
6: I did a couple of pilots that I was real proud of. Did something called Duckworth and it was before Adult Swim was really doing live action stuff. It was probably a little drier than typical Adult Swim stuff. And okay. I really like that. I I could have seen us make
0: more of those and- have you seen that? I, I know. I, I'm not I don't think I've even heard yeah, of a dead
1: it, air. That on the internet there's Duckworth and he also did one called Cheyenne, which is uh, sort of a teen pop star Cheyenne cinnamon cyan cinnamon
6: and the fantabulous yeah. unicorn of Sugartown candy fudge
0: yeah that one i've never seen but i have heard of it and heard good things about it that was included in one of the uh box sets right there was a box yeah, uh,
6: duckworth is in there too really okay. was like back during britney spears heyday <laughs> when she started really you know having some problems <laughs> but the idea is like It doesn't matter. She's going to grow up and mature or die and get replaced with Lindsay Lohan or Amanda Bynes or some other freak that everyone puts up on a pedestal and I don't know. I think it was about celebrity and I thought it was good. I was disappointed we didn't do more of them but uh, I'm sure it's available on YouTube. (laughs) Get the word out on that thing that's dead.
1: (laughs) Because that's what you need, Dave, is another show. Three is just not enough. You have too much free time. Get that, <laughs> Two yeah. Four, your Atlanta's J.J. Yeah. Abrams. <laughs>
6: right. I'm going to start using that. J.J. <laughs> J. Abrams.
0: Ugh. Well, thanks so much, guys.
6: Every Thursday at midnight, starting the 18th, your pretty face is going to hell.
0: You hear that cats and kittens Thursdays midnight on adult swim. You just said cat and kitten. I said, I said cats and
2: kittens. Uh. I'm on
0: the radio. I can say things like that.
2: (laughs) 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 It needs to be good. Now that you've hyped us so much.
4: (laughs) That's right. That's right.
0: (laughs) You best deliver taking us out.
2: Got a uh, a now classic track by Adam Warrock,
0: you know, dude produces so much music, it's kind of like... He has like a new track every day. We can... He does have essentially a new track every day, but basically we can... But what's the topic of this episode? Oh, it's kind of like hell or something? Okay, well, here's a track by Adam Warrock because he does so many tracks. There will be a track for the topic. So this is called The Damned, and it's from the Oni Press mixtape. It's over a beat sampled from Squirrel Nut Zipper's track Hell. This is The Damned by Adam Warrock. Thank you so much for listening. Bye, I'm Cap. Bye, I'm Brandon. Bye, I'm the stupid, awesome analyst, Jonathan. And I'm the harder man with harder opinions, Andrew. Don't forget to check them out. NerdyShow.com wicked anime. Yeah,
7: in the afterlife, you may be headed for the serious strife. Fire, brimstone, eternal damnation. Save your souls in this time of salvation. In the same place where we died When he's gotta deal with demons As he's trying to keep his soul And he knows that's eternally how it goes There's a war going on outside You ain't a part of Everything beneath the things That's in the heart of Mankind We're the rim beneath the vine Daily brother versus brother While well, his brother's trying to save me Preacher at the podium Tell me God's plan Tell me I'm saved by Stay. Yeah, hit the afterlife You may be headed for the serious strife Fire, no eternal damnation Save your souls from this time aside the world
1: Guys, I'll bring a bandana. We're gonna do that. uh, Yes, uh, Yes. (laughs) yes,
2: don't you know, don't pretend because we will do that. We will, don't even, we will not even joke. We will do that. You need to be committed if you're bringing that bandana.
0: Thanks for listening to Nerdy Show. Nerdy Show is made possible by A Comic Shop, Nerdapalooza, and the generous support of listeners like you. Genital support. Oh, come on now. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show network alive by telling a friend, rating and reviewing us on the iTunes, or making a contribution in our monthly support drive. I've got no money. Well, chill out, man. Any size contribution gets you Nerdy Show audio and images, like even a buck, and it lets you participate in our monthly support drives. Just go to nerdyshow.com and click the support page to chip in. It's if easy I wait
2: outside 7-11 long enough I'll get you a dollar.
0: Uh, hey, that's, you know, whatever be works. In quarters.
2: But that's all they're going <laughs> to give me for the
0: bus. <laughs> well, look, for more episodes of Nerdy Show, as well as other fine programming, community forums, videos, articles, and more, you should head over to nerdyshow.com. And you can subscribe to all Nerdy Show Network podcasts via the iTunes store. For the latest news, follow us on all your favorite social networks. Okay.
7: Ever catch yourself
6: eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Geeky Palmer.